0: Podcast that keeps you in the loop on all things pop culture, so you can talk about it with your friends. I'm Courtney. I'm Shannon. I'm Andrew. And we are here this week to talk about Taylor Swift. Yay! Yay.
1: <laughs> look what you Shannon. look what you made me do, Shannon.
2: <laughs> I think everything in the last like eight years, the way I've lived my life, has led up to this <laughs> Or how long? Ten years? How long has she been a thing? Uh, Thirteen years. Great. Oh, how fitting. Yeah. <laughs> 13. We'll talk about this.
0: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, Shannon's excited. She's wearing her Taylor Swift shirt. She's really good. like vintage,
2: too. I know. This is the first concert I went to of hers. Nice. For Speak Now
0: album. Nice. All right. Ugh. Well, before we get into Taylor Swift, we're going to talk a little bit, a little bit about news. We're sorry. Last week, um, Andrew and I were on vacation without internet connection and uh podcast just didn't quite come together last week so we apologize for that but this week we wanted to bring you guys some current news so let's talk a little bit um the last episode we released was uh I mean,
1: current news in quotes because we're going to be talking about Oh right about
0: it's from the past couple of weeks sure but, but um can still get excited about it though yeah yeah, yeah andrew um we deserve that <laughs> opportunity <Wow. laughs> I really got I really got turned on there but this that um but anyway uh, so yeah, so last episode we talked about Pulp Fiction and the run-up for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, which has now come out. <laughs> Shannon has seen it. We have not. Yay. So yeah. It's so good.
2: Good. <laughs> I love it. I don't want to... Uh, it's a, a movie that's like impossible to talk about without spoiling <laughs> things in it. Mm-hmm. And people should just kind of go in fresh, but know that like with previews and everything, you'll be there three hours. So mm-hmm. like prepare for that. Um, also... I think it's pretty fair to say this now, but um, maybe if you don't know about the Manson family, (laughs) you might want to do a little studying up on it. Um, That's something, had I known that ahead of time, we should have totally done an episode on Charles Manson.
0: Uh, Um,
1: That wouldn't have been very fun, though.
0: I mean, Pulp Fiction wasn't exactly fun either. Yeah, I that was guarantee a you, a Charles. Bath. I
1: guarantee you, Charles Manson is a less fun topic to talk about than Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it's
2: those true. are real people that died. Yeah, <laughs> as opposed to fictional people. And we got, who got some. Die. And we got some fun
1: quotes from Pulp Fiction too. So did we? Look at the big brain on That's Heck right. Yeah.
0: Okay, Royale um, with cheese. <laughs> there you go. Um, no lie, on our family vacation, at one point I was. I was I was searching desperately for a topic changer, and I seriously considered going with uh, you know what they call <laughs> a pounder with cheese in in uh, Europe. I didn't though. Anyway.
2: Because of the metric system. Because of
0: the metric system. (laughs) Look at the big brain ombre. Mm
2: -hmm, Um,
0: Anyway, so other news. So, Comic Con. So,
2: Once Upon a Time in Hollywood made a lot of money. (laughs) This is the news item here. Um, Yeah, yeah, so it made $41 million, which is a a record for a Tarantino film. So, Mm -hmm. great. Um, Everything for. I've been doing this like summer box office wager thing where you had to like guess the top uh, money makers of the summer and everything's been underperforming (laughs) because i've been following this kind of news a lot (laughs) nothing except like aladdin has really done as well as uh, people expected it to so this is awesome news especially because this is an original film not a sequel not part of a franchise and so um, that's great news for Hollywood and for the American public <laughs> <Yes. I felt laughs> that the, we did that. I felt the same way, like, two years
1: ago when, uh, Baby Driver came out. I know that <clears throat> there are a lot of people that didn't yeah. like it, but it was just, like, it was such a refreshing movie that it was a new, I, I don't know if they're making a sequel or not, but it was, like, this new, completely original thing, so, like,
3: yeah,
1: yeah it's, it's good that those are made and also are popular and make money and people talk about them and stuff, yeah. so...
2: I yep. love that one, but haven't revisited since the whole Kevin Spacey thing. Oh, yes. <laughs> I've been afraid to. Yeah. I <laughs> but still I loved that movie it. when it
1: came out. She still, yeah, Courtney still hasn't seen it, which is a shame because I loved it. Yeah. It's so
0: good. Yeah. <sighs> um. Anyway, and then moving on. So, yeah, also um, com- com- Comic Con happened. happened last week. Yep. Last week? It was last week. I think it was
2: the week before
0: even. Yeah. It was, I think <laughs> this
1: it was... is
2: really not recent. But...
1: <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was oh. like July 20th or something like that. So okay. it's, it's been a bit.
2: Okay. But like after it's the last
0: time excited. we recorded. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So um, Marvel kind of released their lineup. Slate. Essentially. Their slate of movies. Yeah. Um, somebody else is gonna to have to talk about it because i honestly like the past couple weeks have been sure. a rush for me so sure. do you have yeah. it I, I do i, have... I do okay. have
1: it well the problem is so they released their slate all at once because the they re- they're releasing like seven new properties in 2020 and 2021 <laughs> or it's like yeah. 10 or something and like seven of them are in 2021 but uh some of them are television shows are going to be or like tv projects they're not technically TV projects because they like they're have streaming? a decent budget mm-hmm. behind them. They're getting the stars in to do them, but they're going to be serial, uh, serialized stuff that's on Disney Plus rather than being released as a movie. Yeah. And instead of pulling a Netflix series or an Agents of Shield, these ones will actually like be important,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and hopefully, therefore, good.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I never um, watched Agents of Shield, but there I watched a video about well, I don't want to spoil that of Far From Home, but a detail in Far From Home they were trying to figure out, and they're like, oh, and there was this moment in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and I'm like, I had no idea this is part of the wider MCU, really. Like, I thought it was inconsequential compared to everything else. Well, I mean, it's, it bo- is. It,
1: it's both of those, though, because they'll <laughs> reference stuff that happens in the movies, and, like yeah. they like, we were watching it, I think we stopped watching it around when Age of Ultron came out. Yeah. So I remember watching it. It was around
0: season four that we stopped.
1: They were kind of building up towards like, oh, there's something big coming for Age of Ultron. And all it was was that um, they helped get the helicarrier that helped save people in Sokovia. Like, that was their thing. It was like, oh, we got the helicarrier for you. So it was like, oh, this is the extent to which we're going to be involved in this universe. I'm out. Yeah. So... <laughs> Then I don't care. Yeah, well, the hardest... It was like there were 45-minute shows, and there were 20 of them. Like, I can't keep yeah. up with that kind of stuff.
0: Well, and there was some there was some whiplash because they were trying to introduce the... Uh,
1: the Inhumans.
0: The Inhumans because of the Inhumans property that Marvel uh-huh. had announced. Yeah. So they were trying to kind of set that up, and then the Inhumans got scrapped, and they were like... Cool. So a lot of her show was revolving around. But then that. they had,
1: then they brought in that Inhuman show with Ramsey Bolton in it, yeah, and uh, was so terrible. <laughs> was like next level awful that they were trying to sell tickets to uh, the pr- the premiere episode in IMAX mm-hmm. um, just to recoup some of their losses. Interesting. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. Anyway, exactly. so hope I I don't want to associate this stuff with. <laughs> yeah I mean because it sounds like it's going to be better because like the, the shows
2: all sound good
1: they all, all they, five they do they so the first the first property that's coming out is Black Widow which is May in 2020 which yeah. is going to be um I believe set after Civil War is uh like when in the timeline it's set because I I mean I would say Endgame spoilers but it just beat Avatar for like so biggest movie see so it. everybody's seen it <laughs> Black Widow is like gone like, in that universe. So yeah. this is going to take place um, after Civil War. So she's still, you know, not encased in the Soulstone. stone. Um, David Harbour's going to be in it. Um,
2: and Florence Pugh is going to be in it. Right. Um, that's right. David
1: Harbour's so playing excited. a Russian named Alexei. We haven't watched Stranger Things Season 3, but apparently that's a thing. Um, oh, really? Kind of There's cute. a
2: Russian named Alexei in that, too. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> It's not David Harper. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, he's, yeah
1: he's playing uh, a Russian name. Yeah, so, and it seems like Florence Pugh is going to be like, uh, like a friend slash villain a f- I think. for Black Widow, probably, yeah. if I had to mm-hmm. guess. Um, it's being directed by... Um, oh, no. I lost it. It went away. I don't <laughs> know what happened to it. Is it. Kate, Kate Shortland. That's right. Um so yeah i don't i don't know like it's that seems like fun i don't know what it's going to add like i I just don't i don't want this film to feel like marvel felt like they had to make it like Mm -hmm. black widow never got a solo film we've got to give her one but they have like like looking at the rest of this there's like it seems like they've got plans for like some really big stuff coming up so i'd hate for this one to just be like oh yeah there's the black widow film but then let you know let's get into some real so I it's, don't, it's also I don't got know.
2: Rachel Weiss in it. Like, I can't imagine this yeah. isn't good with those people in it. Yeah, like it, it, so. it'll
1: probably be good. Like, I just hope it's not just there. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, a lot of Phase 2 Marvel movies that are just like, yeah, it's fine. Yeah. Like, I hope this isn't that. Yeah.
0: I hope that it brings something new to the table that then sets up the other stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: So.
1: Um, the next property is Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. um, which is coming out on Disney+. Plus uh in the fall of 2020
2: even though he's not the falcon anymore but okay
1: i think yep. yeah it looks it looks kind of like they might be arguing about who's going to be captain america oh, like, like a little that. bit of that because because, <laughs> because when you, it
2: obviously should have been bucky, but because okay, when fine. you think about it
1: <laughs> bucky has superpowers on a metal arm and falcon stole some wings <laughs> so like yeah if anybody's going to be Captain America, it feels like it should be the superpowered guy, but you know. Hey, whatever. listen, leave
0: Falcon alone. He's the best.
1: Falcon's great. I really like him, but I really Bucky like him in also his role.
2: He murdered a bunch of people. Yeah. Died. It wasn't his fault. <laughs> he still did it, so yeah, that's. Yeah,
0: I feel like people are not going to respect to fucking being
2: Captain America. Yeah. But. That's
1: fair. Uh, there were rumors that <laughs> Anthony Mackey as Captain America was going to show up in Far From Home. He did not. But they were gonna. They were thinking about possibly bringing him in as a as a brief cameo, but as like Captain America now. Mm. Um, but that didn't that didn't pan out. Um, I actually, I've I've wanted a Falcon and Winter Soldier series, but the way that I've always wanted it to go is, I wanted them to run a food truck together. <laughs> um, that's what I wanted to see. So if we get one episode with a food truck in it, I feel like I will have been validated.
0: Andrew just wants buddy like comedy. I just I, I that that's scene... what it should be though yeah, yeah. Like that
1: Absolutely sort of should. tone at least that yeah. scene in Civil War where they're in the the bug or whatever and he's in like can far? you scoot your chair forward and he's all no I'm just like <laughs> that is the like that's the dynamic I want yes. from those guys um in that so that's uh that's fall and then in November of 2020 the Eternals is coming out. That is a heck of a cast. Like, That's that the one, one I'm most excited yeah, for. Yeah, that one I'm excited awesome. for it,
0: but I'm also really frustrated by Angelina Jolie being
1: in it. I mean, fine, whatever, but like, you can be frustrated. By it, but, the, but the rest of it is so awesome. It's got... <laughs> Like Kumail Nanjiani, which I'm super stoked about. Uh, Richard Madden's going to be in it. Brian
2: Tyree Henry. Yes. It's also directed by uh, Chloe Zhao, who mm-hmm. did The Rider last year, which was one of my favorite movies all of last year. Yes. Mm-hmm. She's like very low budge, though, with her other films. And so <laughs> I, I'm really interested to see what she'll do when they give her like many millions of dollars yeah. to yeah. make this thing. It'll be so. interesting for sure. I'm really,
1: I'm really excited about it. Just kind of the possibilities that it opens up uh, for the Marvel Universe. Mm-hmm. Um, which is something I will talk about in a little bit with another one. Um, but yeah, it, it looks really cool with the cast and everything. It's a very, very diverse cast. Um, which is cool. Um, and uh, yeah, it's November. So I assume we'll be getting a Black Widow trailer fairly soon. Um, maybe a D23. Are they still doing that this year? I assume I so. I already happened. Oh uh, maybe. I thought it was in August. I don't know. I don't remember. Then. Um so then after that, now I don't actually know which one comes first cuz then it, it, cuz my thing just says 2021. I, you know, I'm going to look up the, the little photo <laughs> that they had that they showed at uh Comic-Con. Um let's see here. Where's there Yeah, there's a little timeline. Uh so the next property is Shang-Chi uh and the Legend of the of the 10 Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this because I don't know if you guys saw on Twitter the guy who got cast as Shang Chi, uh, Simu Liu. I'm pronouncing that incorrectly. I know, so I'm sorry, but he like got the role that day. Like, yeah. like he um, he went into audition. They were looking <laughs> for people, and then he tweeted out to Marvel. He was like, um, "Hey, so are we gonna do this or what?" And then they announced him. <laughs> so then, as soon as they announced it, he he tweeted, "Well, shit."
3: <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>
1: So I think that's, like, that's super cool. is going to be in it as well, mm-hmm. um, which I'm excited about. Um, it does sound like they're going to be possibly bringing back the Mandarin. Yeah. Um, like the real Mandarin. The real not, Mandarin. Not, um, not Trevor Slattery. I'm an actor. <laughs> um, and hopefully not Guy Pierce again. Good heavens.
0: He was not the real Mandarin, either. He said he was when he was on fire. <laughs> He's all, four. I am
1: the Mandarin! And then Gwyneth Paltrow hit him in the face while like wearing Iron yoga Man's pants. <laughs> I like that one. Um,
0: What, you like Iron
2: Man 3? Yeah, I do. Oh,
1: Shannon.
2: <laughs> Have you seen 2? Two? 2 is awful. Oh, yeah, Look, 2 is awful. Bad, but I'm not even really arguing. 2 and 3... <laughs> 3 is, like, um, such an improvement that <laughs> But I can't. But 2 and, but two and 3 can I both mean. be bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it can I both agree. be the case. Anyway. What can I say? Do we need to hurry through
1: the rest of these? Yeah, we can uh, (laughs) kind of... I want to talk about Taylor Swift Andrew. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So after that is WandaVision, which is going to be the Scarlet Witch, and Vision... Um, I think this is going to be really weird and I'm here for it. Um, Heck yeah. there's a comic where vision goes back in time to the fifties and has a little Android family and it's real weird and kooky. So I'm hoping that's what happens with this. Mm-hmm. Um, the next property in 2021 is Dr. Strange and the Multiverse <laughs> of Madness, which is the best title for anything ever. Or the
4: worst, but okay. No, Take it's definitely it, so. the best.
1: <laughs> uh, but apparently, but Scott Derrickson is coming back uh, to direct it. It will be a horror film, it's still PG 13, but it will be like scary. Uh, and Elizabeth Olsen, Scarlet Witch, will all be co-starring in it, or at least in it with him, so she'll be there for the ride. And then what is, and what might be the worst graphic design I've ever seen in my life, Loki, <laughs> um, is getting, uh, on Disney+, Plus. he's getting his own series, and it's apparently going to be taking place after he buggered out at, uh, um, during Endgame, um,
2: I'm so on
0: board. Yeah. <laughs> I know, kind I of a quantum... all things Tom
1: Hiddleston. Kind of like a quantum leap type of situation <laughs> where he's just kind of bouncing around the universe and stuff. That The Thanos of that time is still around in that universe, and so he could be hunting Loki. So, like, we could be potentially potentially be seeing Thanos in that. Um, then the one that... Then there's uh, the What If series, which is actually going to be an animated series. Jeffrey Wright is going to be playing Uatu the Watcher, who kind of talks about that. Um, people have looked in on the... Uh, logo for that, and have found a Union Jack, so they're thinking potentially Captain Britain. Um, They've seen the Marvel Zombies in the logo. Um, They've also (laughs) seen... What logo is this? Sorry? The What If logo. Okay, sure. Um, They've seen Marvel Zombies. They've also seen um, Peggy Carter in there, Um, and Hayley Atwell is going to be back. Uh, so she she's yeah. currently Captain America in one of the runs of the comics. So we could be seeing Peggy Carter's Captain America. Oh, um, and this is all animated. Yes, this is animated. Michael B. Jordan is also back. So we could potentially be seeing what if Killmonger had beaten Black Panther and he had stayed as the Black Panther, basically. Um, Love Which it. I'm excited about. Um, the next property in fall of 2021 is Hawkeye, which I don't care about. Kate Bishop's going to be in it, though. My
4: favorite adventure Oh, boy. It's show. I don't know.
1: But he, they have confirmed that the character Kate Bishop is going to be in it. Kate Bishop uh, took over from Hawkeye. Um, there's uh, there's a pretty good run of Hawkeye. I can't remember who wrote it now. Dang it. But it's kinda, I think it's going to be kind of similar to that. It was like my life in... Oh, I'm going to try to find it. Um... But it looks like it's going to be kind of similar to that. Uh, He does kind of... um, Oh, My Life is a Weapon. That's the comic run um, that it's probably going to be going after. um, Which is... I've read a little bit of it. It's pretty good. Um,
2: The logo even matches the comic. Yes,
1: it does. Um, So I'm looking forward to that. And then the last one is Thor, Love and Thunder. Taika Waititi is back. <sighs> and uh, that one's getting a lot of buzz because Valkyrie is looking for her queen because as King of Asgard, so she's going to be... I don't know if she'll be the first one by that point because there's so many other um, Marvel properties coming out, but she is the first like announced openly gay uh, person in the Can MCU. Can her
2: queen be Janelle Monet, her actual partner in real life?
1: Is <laughs> that one... Oh.
2: I would, I would die
4: of happiness.
1: <laughs> oh, Janelle Monáe is in one of the other properties now. Um, is she? She was announced in one of them because she... Uh,
2: She's taking over... Oh, no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry,
1: I'm sorry. I'm, I'm incorrect, not Janelle Monáe, I'm sorry. Um,
2: I was going to say, Janelle Monáe's going to be in Homecoming, taking over for Julia Roberts, which actually makes me want to watch that show. Um... <laughs> yeah. I
1: didn't know if she would be. In um, s- uh, shoot, I'm not fast. If you're looking
2: for that, though, you buried the lead, which is yeah. that Natalie Portman is going to be Thor. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I am so excited, and no one else is. It's fine. I, I love I'm, Natalie Portman.
1: <laughs> she hates her.
2: I'm not a Natalie
1: <laughs> Portman
0: person. I don't hate her as much as I hate other people. <laughs> but wow, well, I'm oh, not a fan. What
2: a compliment. <laughs> I mean, you like, don't hate me as much as you hate other people. Either do I don't you? hate you at all,
0: Shannon. <laughs> um, no, like I just, I, no. With Natalie Portman, I feel like she she can be very good if she. I don't know if it's like she has to feel motivated about the property or if she needs better direction. So. But, like, yeah. she was not good in the two Thor movies that she was in. But like, she, not had to she had yeah. nothing to do. <laughs> she had nothing movies, to do in those She had nothing to do. I have no problem with her character. I have no problem, even necessarily, with her. And I don't have any problem with Jane becoming Thor. Absolutely not. But I do have a problem with Natalie Portman's version of Jane. So I'm hoping that cuz she hasn't we haven't seen what that what she, uh, what her version of Jane looks like under Taika Waititi's direction. So I think So I am excited to see what that does for that
1: character. I do think you're going to like her better. I think you're going to like her better in that because she wasn't given anything to do in the first two Thor movies That's other true. than be like, "Oh Thor." Ah, uh, he's buff. Like, there was nothing... I'm smart. To, Take my word
0: for it. Which yeah, is exactly
2: like, why I am thrilled that
0: they're yeah. having
2: her stay Jane and become Thor. Yes. Rather than put someone else in there sure. and totally, like, make that character unimportant. <laughs> like, the original Jane. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's
1: been really interesting to watch, like, because, um, with, like, Jane Foster and Thor's relationship, mm-hmm. like, um... He, like, they're together, but then, like, in Avengers, there's, like, this, oh, yeah, we moved her away because she couldn't be in this movie because there's too many people in this movie already. Um, and then, like, she's kind of adjacent to everything, and then in Thor Ragnarok, they're like, oh, yeah, we, like, we broke up, whatever, and then, um... Don't
0: ever get any closure on
1: that. But then, like, he (laughs) and Valkyrie, like, have some chemistry in there that they're kind of like, oh, let's see where this goes, but then... uh, Endgame comes out and is like, no, let's focus on Jane. And they've really kind of like refocused him to be more broken up about Jane and stuff. And then they're bringing her back for Thor, which is what I'm going to be calling it. Mm. Um, Thor. <laughs> Thor. Um, I can't say yeah. Thor 4. It's just weird. So Thor is what it is. Um,
2: Love and Thunder.
0: <laughs> that's also a
1: great title. Yeah, um,
0: that is a great title.
1: <laughs> so it looks like they might be bringing her back. It would be interesting to see Thor like still in love with jane but now she's thor and he's just like the dude uh intergalactic or something like that so we're
0: gonna have to do the big lebowski on the show at some
1: point oh <laughs> yes
2: yeah.
0: uh, absolutely Have we done any
1: we brothers i don't i don't think no. so
2: how have i let this happen <laughs> oh wait
1: didn't you guys do a brother or two no. no no
2: i don't think we've done any okay that's kind of surprising. We should do one. Yeah, Big. Le- I love Big Lebowski. It's My brother and I argue it. about this. I have a little <laughs> pillow of the dude. Nice. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah.
1: So I, I think that that's the last one they announced. They also announced Marquel Ali is going to be playing Blade, but they haven't announced one. Heck coming. yeah! Um, mm. Which I'm really excited about. They also talked about Guardians Three, uh, Captain Marvel Two, Black Marvel or Black Panther Two. I said Black mm. Marvel. I don't. Um, and then uh, Fantastic Four. Uh, yeah, Fantastic Four! I'm uh, really
2: excited to see what Marvel does with Fantastic Four, movies.
1: and also the X Men.
2: What people want to happen is John Krasinski and yes. Emily Blunt be in it. And if it's not that, I'm now gonna refuse to see <laughs> Fantastic Four because that would be the ideal. That would be so great. It would be so. They great. would be perfect.
1: I've also they're, seen
0: they're so individually why? perfect for those roles, and they are together perfect. For exactly. Those roles. Yes. So, ah. Uh,
1: I would love. I would honestly like get them in like,
2: Get them in the
0: upstairs. And we know that John Krasinski is not opposed to doing Marvel movies because he w- was almost Captain America.
2: Yeah. So, oh yeah. Can you imagine?
1: No, not really. <gasps> Chris, Chris, I mean, Chris, I love
2: Chris Evans too, fine, but oh, John.
1: <laughs> yeah. Chris Evans yeah. is too great. Yeah. Like, yeah, I can't imagine. Oh. Um, and then there's yeah. There's also going to be like.
0: Anyway, cool. It's mm. not,
1: not going to happen. the internet wants it too much. But, yeah. Speaking of it, things the internet wants too much,
0: Taylor Swift. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> I don't know, I was just trying to transition.
2: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Should we really
0: quickly do first exposures to Taylor
2: Swift? Yes, right? let's do first exposures. And um, I am so ready.
0: <laughs> no, you, <laughs> go
1: first for, you go first. No, you go I first. have to think. We
2: s- okay, Courtney, you go first. Okay, think. Ben. Um, it was
0: her first album, it was when she first started getting played on the radio. I was a freshman in college and my roommates were both really into country music and um they insisted that i listen to teardrops on my guitar even though i was like i'm not into country and i love teardrops on my guitar so i subsequently ended up loving the whole album um and actually teardrops on my guitar always made me think of andrew at the time because (laughs) i i I was starting yeah i was starting to get into i was starting to get into andrew and he was Currently dating somebody else. I'm I'm glad I'm Aww. glad that I'm glad that
1: you were getting into me like you were getting into like I was really get, I was really getting into like swing dancing at the time like it was a phase. You're basically I went a through. hobby of mine. It was it was a phase I went through. I haven't grown out of it yet.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, yeah. I, I
2: remember you talking about on my own also being your other like song that made you think of Andrew or no what's the mm. no the other lame one. Isn't that it? It was probably on the my one Eponine sings. Yeah, that's on my own. Yep. Anyway, yeah. continue. <laughs> anyway,
1: um,
0: I had a real like melancholy streak.
1: <laughs> Yikes! I I went to the other side of the planet. Not I wasn't dead.
0: <laughs> You're on the other side of the planet.
1: Yikes! That's true. <laughs> and you were being fed false information about I was. <laughs> regarding the strength of the relationship. We're with getting the girl sidetracked. I was yep. <laughs> It's anyway. a, a relationships or Taylor Swift's thing, man. Hang on. That's what we got to talk about.
0: Uh, yeah. Anyway, so Andrew, what was your what was your first exposure to Taylor I, Swift? I guess
1: technically it was teardrops on my guitar. Mm-hmm. But, like all country songs that were on my iPod at the time, you got the good old skip button. Aww. Um, Why were they on
0: your iPod at all, then?
1: Because he
0: shared music with his family. I accidentally
1: uh. put auto-sync on my iPod. Uh. So whenever I plugged it into my computer, because you had to do that.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Um, Whenever I wanted to get new music, it automatically synced, so everything would just dump onto my iPod, and I shared it with my whole family. So I would hit shuffle, and then be like, who's this? Click. And then, like I said, I left the country, and while I was gone, Taylor Swift turned into like a massive star. Um, (laughs) So I guess my first exposure is, you belong to me. With me? With yeah. me. I always get that wrong. Might I always well get that me. wrong. That's
2: a very different song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I always get that mixed up. Um, and I still remember we were at a party. Yeah. And You Belong With Me was a song on Guitar Hero or Band Hero. Oh, yeah. And we were yeah. at a party and I was really, really good at that song because it was really <laughs> simple on the guitar. Mm-hmm. And so and I was
0: really good at singing it. So
1: while you weren't singing it, somebody else was singing it. Because I was playing the guitar and you came up and like were and you like kissed me on the cheek, you're like, pay attention to me I'm like no, I have hundred percent going on this right now. And I get hundred percent on you. For the record,
0: I have never said pay attention to me
1: like,
0: <laughs> But not you true. started singing the words of this
2: song directly at him.
1: I was sitting well, I was standing there, I was playing the guitar <laughs> and she came up and was like on my shoulder and like kissed me on the cheek and stuff and I was like, mm-hmm. Not now. I'm, <laughs>
0: And I was like, "He doesn't love me anymore. This is it. It's over." Yeah,
1: we were at that party, and and the girl I had been dating was there with her husband, and mm-hmm. you were just like, "You're just like, yeah, oh, stay I was away from her." Thick. Yeah, she was like, "She's like, stay away from her." I'm like, "Dude, she is married." I didn't her? tell you to stay away from her. No, you did. There's
0: a lot of revisionist history. You said it with right your now.
1: eyes. I saw. It. Are
2: we using this episode to hash out <laughs> the
1: <laughs> origins
2: of your relationship? I really
1: feel like that's what Taylor Swift is for, though.
2: Oh, heavens' Anyway. Um, my first, especially <laughs> Taylor Swift, um, was also really early on, um, her first single was Tim McGraw, right, so, yeah, I, I think I liked her pretty much from then, um, her, uh, first album was, like, the album, the soundtrack of my senior, sing- <laughs> senior year of high school, yeah, um, and I don't know, I had a boyfriend at the time, and he was really sappy about it, so Aww. every song, was like, he actually, it was very cute, I don't, I'm not a fan of this person now, but at the time he left like roses in my bedroom when I wasn't there in a note that, you know, when our song it's I almost didn't notice all the roses and the note that said, and then it's, Mm -hmm. it had like the lyrics to that song. And anyway, (laughs) so I was very into Taylor Swift for a long time. Um, I've seen her four times in concert up until this week when I got a new phone. My phone case was, um, the old Taylor can't come to the phone right now on, (laughs) on my phone case. So I'm dedicated. Yeah um should we get into it yeah let's
1: do it i suppose
2: we'll try to go through kind of chronologically <laughs> the life and times of taylor swift <laughs> um we might have to save some of the feuds for the yeah. end. we'll see how that goes yeah because there's a lot of them a lot of them yeah
0: okay can i just say shannon I- i'm gonna i'm gonna be honest with you right up front Uh-oh. i do not like taylor swift as a person <laughs> I I'm a fan of her That's music. That's okay. She winds up, on but the I other do side not of, like her. As
1: she winds up on a lot of on the other side of a lot of the feuds, except for the ones with Kanye.
0: Yeah, Kanye. Sucks I love her, but
1: <laughs> um,
2: I'm a Taylor Swift apologist in like every way. <laughs> so. I
0: my personal opinion about her, and maybe maybe listening to the full history from you will correct me <laughs> in my opinion. That. But I think that she is like classic mean girl, like. That's just the impression that I have of her. She's.
1: (laughs) The impression that I get. So my thing about her...
0: No. What?
1: She sings impression that I get, right? Or is that... No, that's Mighty Mighty Boston. Sorry. That's...
2: It's happening. (laughs) (laughs) Um, the way Taylor said... She's very, um calculated and i don't i know that word has like a negative connotation and i don't really mean it that way i mean she is like the most extra person i can think of because she's very like every little thing she does for example so we're doing this podcast because yes (laughs) um we're doing this podcast i'm gonna see how many times i can reference (laughs) other music (laughs) we're doing this podcast (laughs) because her new album comes out on August 23rd, Courtney, do you know why it is coming out on August 23rd? Does it have something to do with Kim Kardashian? No. Okay, I don't know then. <laughs> so the digits of that are 823, which add up to 13, which is like a very significant number for Taylor Swift. Okay. So what I'm saying, like every little detail of every little thing and like people she's feuding with or people she's dated work their way into her songs. Wow. And so some people do not, aren't is on board with that.
1: <laughs> well, I was really bad at math. I was like, that's 14. But then I was like, no, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm just nope. real bad at- I'm glad I didn't say that out loud because it would have made me sound like a real idiot. <laughs> well, here
2: we are. <laughs> anyway... <laughs>
1: it's a good thing
2: (laughs) I'll tell you the whole thing and then you can make your call at the end (laughs) whether
1: I still feel the way (laughs) that
2: you do that's (laughs) fair. so Taylor Allison Swift was born um, December 13th 1989 so again 13th you'll see the number 13 she at concerts would have it written on her hand that's her Twitter handle is Taylor Swift 13 it's a number that comes up a lot 1989 obviously the title of one of her albums Mm -hmm. Um, she was born in Pennsylvania on a mystery farm, which is just a funny detail I like. Um, she was named after James Taylor, um, so she, sounds like, she sounds also like, became a singer-songwriter.
1: <laughs> she sounds like a character from a Lifetime movie, like, named after James Taylor on a Christmas tree farm. Yes. Like, it feels like... <laughs> It feels like those are details that you would learn in like a Christmas getaway, like on the Hallmark channel or something like that. I think she needs to
2: star in a Hallmark (laughs) movie because she'd be kind of perfect for it. We'll
1: see how she does in Cats first. (laughs) No,
2: that will come up (laughs) later. We're saving it. Um, So at a young age, she was interested in musical theater and took uh, vocal and acting lessons, um, but then became interested in like switching to singing, writing country music Um, because that's what she was listening to at the time, um, especially because of Shania Twain, Faith Hill, like a lot of the really powerful um, female country singers at the time, which is also what I grew up on, so I think I feel a kinship to her in a lot of ways, Courtney, and that's Mm -hmm. why I want to believe she's wonderful and good. (laughs) Um, So at age 11, after watching a documentary about Faith Hill, which made me chuckle, um, she decided that she needed to go to Nashville to pursue her music career at 11 years old. Mm. Her her parents, I think, must be the greatest parents ever because her mom was like, "Great, we will go to Nashville and try to get you a record deal in Nashville." Um, so they started taking trips out to Nashville. Um, they did end up working with a music manager. Um, she, so Taylor, modeled for Abercrombie and Fitch. Um, I have some Ooh, pictures of her.
1: I do like girls that wear Abercrombie
2: and <laughs> <laughs> Nice. I love that song. <laughs> like, unironically, I love that song. Um, so um apparently a lot of like um Jennifer Lawrence models from Carming Fish, like that's a thing that happens. Yeah. Um she also got an original song, um, included on a Maybelline compilation CD nice. um, called Chicks with Attitude. Um so anyway, she was kind of making her rounds through like the Nashville scene. When she was 14, she was given an artist development deal at RCA Records. Um and her family relocated to Tennessee to help her pursue her career. So again, her parents that is like commitment. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, I, your I child to imagine there's
0: probably not a lot of Christmas tree farms out in Tennessee. Why they don't celebrate <laughs> Christmas? No, oh. they just
2: can't grow trees like that there. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, her dad was something in finance. Oh, uh. So, anyway, he did. He just got a new job in Tennessee. But, anyway.
1: I'm obsessed with this Christmas tree farm thing, though. <laughs> like, was it a hobby? Is Why that... was she
2: born there? Why was she born there? I don't know. Like, work. her family ran a Christmas tree well, farm. Yeah, I assume farm, she wasn't born but... on the farm. I assume that. <laughs> I don't know. She said she was born on a Christmas tree farm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, it's just a detail that I have heard
3: her mention more than one time, so I'm like,
2: it must be pretty significant to her, like, formative years. I, guess, I don't know. know. Um, so, again, she's kind of making her rounds, performing um, in places in Nashville, like, getting um, songs, like... I don't know just a lot of performing and Taylor Swift was signed but at 14 she left uh, RCA records because um they so they wanted her Taylor even that young was like writing her own songs and wanted to perform her own songs um the record labels said no we want you to perform the work of other songwriters she wasn't into that And then they also wanted her to wait until she was 18 years old to release her first album, Mm -hmm. thinking, I don't know, she would be more mature, people would be interested in her. Thinking back on it now, there aren't young people performing in country music. (laughs) Like, that was not a thing at the time. So now there are a lot of younger women that perform in that genre. So I think she kind of paved the way for... Not on the radio. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you have—I mean, Casey Musgraves isn't that young, but there are a lot of other um, female artists that I don't know. I feel like Taylor Swift paved the way for um, yeah. more young women to make it in that genre. But anyway, um, so she decides to leave the record label um, and like try to find um, a record label that would let her perform her own work and start now. Um, she said something like, "I." I felt like I was just wasting time. I'm like, you're 14, but but, I mean, now seeing everything that happened since, like, I think she, I admire how confident she was in her own abilities at the time to be like, Mm. no, I'm good and I can make it, and I want them to let me perform now. Yeah. So, um, in 2005, Mm. at Bluebird Cafe in Nashville, um, Taylor was performing and then catches the attention of Scott uh, Bruschetta, who, he was, I can't remember what record label he was at at the time, but he was about to start his own label, uh, Big Machine Records, and was interested in um, having Taylor Swift sign, and, I mean, this is kind of a big risk on her part, he wasn't, um, I mean, it was a brand new label, so didn't really have any record of success there. Um, but she's one of the first artists to sign, um, her father purchases stock in the company, which will come up with recent Taylor Swift drama, um, and Taylor Swift releases her first album not too long after that. Um, so first album is Taylor Swift. It was released October 24th, 2006. Mm -hmm. Um, do we want to talk about some songs?
0: Two Drops on My Guitar is the best song on that album,
2: I think. Do you want to, do we want to play a
4: bit? Whatever. um oh. yeah, we can play a bit. So I drive home alone as I turn up the light. I'll put this picture down and maybe get some sleep tonight. Cause here's the reason for the teardrops on my guitar. The only one who's got enough for me to break my heart is a song in the car. I keep singing, don't know why.
0: Yeah, I love that song. And like I said, like when it came out, it made me think of Andrew a lot. I mean, it's understandable Aww. considering the guy that she sings about. His name is Drew. So, and Andrew doesn't go by Drew, but it was close. Enough. I wanted to wow. for a
1: bit, but I have a cousin who goes by Drew. Yeah,
2: so. that makes me think of in the office when Andy tries to. He comes in. He's back from anger management. And it's like I'm Drew now, and no one accepts it. Anyway. Yep. <clears throat> um, we should also probably play a little bit of Tim McGraw, her first, yeah. first single. Yeah.
4: When you think Tim McGraw, I hope you think my favorite song. The one we dance to all night long. The moon like a spotlight on the lake. When you think happiness, I hope you think that little black dress. Think of my head on your chest and my own faded blue jeans you think to I hope you think of me
0: yeah that's so a good one good um honestly there are a lot of good ones on this one I really I like <laughs> I really like Mary's song I like
2: our song um Mary's Song. i so all of my boyfriends that i are like exes or crushes or whatnot i associate with different taylor songs yeah mary's song is a big one for me yeah um
0: how are you andrew any standout songs for you <laughs>
2: nope <laughs> um i also personally really like i'm only me when i'm with you um i want to <laughs> mention too so one of the first moments where, I mean, I had already been listening to Taylor Swift, but I thought, oh, she's going to make it big. Mm-hmm. Um, she was really, like, country at the time. She right. wasn't, like, I don't, she was on country radio, not really standing in her, anywhere else. Mm-hmm. So she was performing at the CMAs, which country music has, like, a billion award shows. It's really weird. But mm-hmm. CMAs is one of them. She did this performance where she gets up there and she's, like, performing, should have said no in, like, a hoodie, and she looks kind of emo, and she's playing the guitar and singing it, and she gets up, and the, these, uh, dancers, like, come and pull off the hoodie, and she's in, like, her trademark at the time, like, her sundress, Mm -hmm. her long, beautiful, blonde, curly hair, um, it was very, very much her look back then, like, really innocent country girl, um... She's then singing this song, and at the end of it, they've got kind of like a waterfall thing going in the back, and she gets under it and is singing the rest of it, getting completely drenched. <laughs> um, and everyone, like, standing ovation at the end of it. I'm like, oh, you had, like, George Strait standing up and all the big country stars I've listened to my whole life. So I thought, oh, yeah, that's, like, she's earning earning respect already. Yeah. Um, I would say that performance is also Taylor Swift. <coughs> Um, gets mocked a little bit for her surprised face. <laughs> um, for a while, at least earlier in her career, Would always she would win an award and kind of have her face like, oh my gosh, really? Me? Um, and she definitely did that early on too. Um, a lot of people are annoyed by that. I choose to read it as she's genuinely humble. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> Okay. <laughs> so it goes. <laughs> she was the youngest person to write and perform a number one song that uh, ended up number one on the Hot Country Songs charts. Um, She starts winning country awards, um, opens for Rascal Flatts, opens for Keith Urban, and uh, Tim McGraw, lots of big stars. Mm -hmm. Um, She does do a holiday album in 2007, (laughs) but we don't have to talk about anything from that. Um, If, you know, (laughs) around Christmas, you want a little twang in your Christmas music, go for some Taylor Swift. Um, then, in July of 2008, Taylor Swift starts dating her first celebrity, <laughs> um, and I think people are also very critical of how many celebrities Taylor Swift has dated.
0: I don't, I don't care if she dates celebrities, honestly, but, I, she's it seems young, like, let her have fun, she's penis. like, every breakup though is like, super, like, They're there's a lot dramatic. of, there's a lot of bad blood going on there, and I'm like, that's not normal, <laughs> but anyway.
1: Wait, bad blood? Okay. <laughs> <Hey>. huh <laughs>
2: Anyway. Now <laughs> bad blood. Okay. Hey. <laughs> um, so she starts dating Joe Jonas of mm-hmm. the Jonas Brothers. Yep. Um, he... <laughs> so they dated not really that long, for a few months. Um, infamously, he broke up with her over the phone. Um, she told everyone about it on on Ellen. Um, she said... This is also her MO, Shannon. This is also another reason I don't like
0: her. She <laughs> airs dirty laundry in a way that I think is really immature. But... Again, <laughs> I I can. See I mean, that. she was very young at the time,
2: but this is this is yeah. not something that is isolated to her youth either. No, it is not. Um, no, I get that. Um, I don't. She was then quoted as saying, "Like, well, so then this starts the pattern of her like working these men into her songs, right? right. And she's uh, kind of a famous quote from hers is." Well, if these boys didn't want to be my music, they wouldn't do bad things. <laughs> um, I don't know. Part of me kind of relates to that a little bit, and then part of me—i mean, me that's also fair. Sides uh, with you. At, the, at this I mean, point, I, you I, know what
1: you get. Like, if you start dating Taylor I, Swift and an like, <laughs> you should really—if you date anybody who like writes or like does anything creative like that for a living, yeah. you got to know if it goes bad, you're probably going to wind up in it. So, well, and
0: honestly, I don't—I don't care about her writing about her exes and her songs. It's the other stuff. Yeah,
2: like, but anyway, I. I just think some of the criticism comes from a place of, like, slut-shaming that I don't really appreciate. Yeah, and that is fair. And I know that's not all the criticism and some of it's fair, but... Yeah. um, Anyway. Also, (laughs) with um, the Joe Jonas scandal, um, he started dating Camilla Bell, um, an actress, pretty soon after that. Um, There's a song about her, too, that's really... That's the one moment where I'm like, oh, that song was a little harsh. Um, It says, like... um, Which song is that? Better Than Revenge. Oh, okay. And goes like, she's an actress, but she's better known for the things that she does on the mattress. And I'm like, oh, that's, that's a burn. Um, not too nice. Yeah. Uh, but that comes a little bit later. Um, so then we get her second album, November of uh, 2008, which is Fearless. Mm-hmm. Um, debuts at number one on the Billboard charts, which then becomes a theme of all of Taylor's <laughs> um, <laughs> albums going forward. Um, some big songs on this one. We have Love Story was the main single off of it. Which as an English major can we just say I
0: I love this song, but I also but hate I, this song.
1: I'm sure that her English teacher like sat and wept as soon as she heard it. It was just like Yeah. That's but not what really the Scarlet actually, Letter actually is. Like, sto- no, <laughs> Scarlet scar, that's not what the Scarlet Letter is. She's That's rewriting not what it is. Story. <laughs>
2: Me defending Taylor Swift for it's no, it's so, not like I'm not gonna I'm not <laughs> like,
1: gonna drag Taylor Swift, but exactly. it's just like that that one. It's just like her English teacher was just like, "Did you you didn't read it?" I'm gonna go back and give you an F for your book report on the Scarlet Letter. Okay. I mean,
0: here's the thing, like, yeah, the English major side of me is just going, oh, but the rest of me is going, "I love this song. It's such a great song." So yeah,
4: yeah. Do we want to play a second of that one? Yes.
1: Have of, I have a cover of that one that I really like.
2: Yeah. He sings it
1: We'll get to cover um Yeah, maybe we, we do like...
2: a couple covers at the end. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Um that, but... that one I always get chills when there's like a key change at the end and it's like <laughs> hey, that's the dad and they can get married anyway. Oh, um White Horse is also on this one fifteen, mm-hmm. fearless. Um and then You Belong With Me, which um should we play a little yes. bit of that one Absolutely. too? <laughs> okay.
4: <laughs> Wear short skirts, I wear t shirts. She's cheer, Captain Ed. I'm on the bleachers screaming about the day when you wake up and find it. What you're looking for?
0: Yeah, this song, I really, again, really like it. But when I listen too closely to the lyrics, I'm like, come on.
4: I
2: don't know. Maybe, all of your criticisms, I'm like, maybe you wouldn't have liked me in high school.
4: I was like, ugh,
2: cheerleaders in high school. I just related a lot to this song. So, you know.
0: Yeah, well, I was kind of sitting there going like... If your relationship is as close as you say, I don't think it's an issue of you wearing sneakers and her wearing high right. heels. Right,
2: it's <laughs> probably fair. something else. But well, anyway, when you're young. I don't know. You'll crush on someone
0: and
1: also, be like,
2: Ugh, of course he's gonna go after the popular well, girl.
1: Well, also, I, I never, tell. for once, I never, for once, believed that Taylor Swift wasn't was the that's girl true. under the bleachers. That's true. Not for a single second that I ever believed that she no. was like, I'm under the bleachers and she's the cheer captain. I'm like, you're the cheer captain!
0: <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely not. You are not the nerd Taylor you Swift. that girl dance? <laughs> she was
2: not the cheer captain.
1: Alright, that's fair. <laughs> no, that's fair. Taylor that's fair. Swift,
4: it's
2: one of the things I love most about her. <laughs> she does not... She's not a dancer. They give her a lot of training to make her look like coordinated <laughs> That's,
0: you
1: know what, that's, that's totally that's fine. Fair. That's fair. But she, she's
2: <laughs>
0: definitely the popular girl. She is not... She's not the nerd wearing glasses and sneakers.
1: Yeah, like that, that music video, she's place. sitting okay. there with, like, the big, thick glasses on, and I'm just like, no. But no,
0: that being isn't. said, like, I, I do really enjoy but the, the song.
1: song. But the song is, appeals to everybody, like... Well, right, because, yeah.
0: because, like, it's a very relatable subject Absolutely. of, like, knowing that you're the right person for somebody, if they would only see it. You know? yeah. yeah. Like, that's, that's fine.
2: So. And I think her it's, songs have become so popular because... They're very detailed. Like she writes them from her own experience. Like you can kind of imagine the scene of like what she's living. Mm-hmm. But they're also like yeah, get to very relatable like things that everyone has dealt with. Um, okay, what else with this album? Um, she added the song "Forever Noise" um, late in the game because that's one that's based on Joe Jonas. So again, <laughs> like kind of started this. Songs involving exes of hers. Um, The Jonas Brothers released a song called Much Better that uh, kind of digs at Taylor Swift a little bit. So (laughs) a little back and forth there. Um, Fearless won the Grammy for Album of the Year. Um, At the time, Taylor Swift was the youngest, she may still be the youngest, ever to win that award. Um, Super big deal. Um, She also won the CMA Award for Entertainer of the Year, which in the country music space is like an enormous deal (laughs) that someone of her age would... Just never stand a chance at. So at the time, I was very impressed mm-hmm. as a teenager. Yeah. Um, then for other award shows, we have maybe the reason most people um, got their first exposure to <laughs> exposure to Taylor Swift. Um, so Taylor did this great video for "You Belong with Me." Um, her videos have now become. She's like very theatrical. When I said mm-hmm. she kind of had this background in music theater. Um, I don't know. She was in like glasses, and she also plays the mean girl in it, though, doesn't she? Like she plays both sides. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, but anyway, her yeah, they kind of her videos sort of play out like a musical or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so for this music video, Taylor Swift wins MTV's music video, or she wins a music video music award for best female video. Mm-hmm. MTV awards are so fake. Anyway, they are like, so ridiculous. Um, she gets up there in this sparkly silver dress to accept her award. Mm-hmm. And you should run up there. But Kanye West, who says, Taylor, I'm going to let you finish. But Beyonce had one of the best videos of all time. Um, this was, to be fair, when Beyonce released Single Ladies, which is one of the most iconic music yeah. videos of all time. Yeah. Um, and also, Beyonce-
1: probably, also probably should have won, I think. Like, yeah. Taylor's is great, but...
2: So Beyonce then goes on to win like the, the else, big award, yeah. yeah. Um and classy as ever, I do like Beyonce, um, for the most part, <laughs> I guess we talked about her with Lion King, but yeah. I mean, um she <laughs> Lion got King up there, she's great. But anyway. She got up there and said, you know, like I know how much this means when you're younger, so I'm gonna let Taylor Swift get back up here and give her speech and then I will give mine. <laughs> I will say one of um, my favorite
1: memes is Kanye interrupting people and being yes. like, I'm gonna let you finish and then Yeah. <laughs> So great meme. Thanks, Kanye.
2: <laughs> so this starts the great <laughs> Taylor Swift Kanye <laughs> Westview that lasts four years. Is it um, still ongoing? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll come back to that. <laughs> it,
1: ha- it has it has high points and low points though, right? Like we're kind of in kind of a point where it's not really in kind of like yeah. a it's in, in remission great. I guess well, it's I would
0: point say where they're it's, not it's being done by proxy really with her and Kim Kardashian
2: and Scooter Braun and Scooter we'll get to that <laughs> too
1: um, great
2: yeah um, so there's that um, I for people who weren't aware of Taylor Swift like that whole situation becoming mean made her even more famous than she already was yeah um, Mm -hmm. I let's see what else she so she is all over (laughs) the place um She's on the Hannah Montana soundtrack. Um, she does singles with John Mayer on Half of My Heart. John Mayer will come up again. Yep, yep. Yes, Um love. On the Boys Like Girls song, 2 is Better Than 1, which I mentioned because I love it. <laughs> um, she raps with T-Pain in a like opening thing for one of the Country Music Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, if you guys haven't listened to that, you should listen to it at some point. It's wonderful. <laughs> she says, I knit sweaters, yo, as she raps. Um, it's great. Um, so, look that up. Uh, she So, she also, like, has an occasional brush with acting. <laughs> um, so, it, around this time, she stars in the movie Valentine's Day, where she's kind of a ditz that's dating a jock who's played by Taylor Lautner. Um, basically, what came out of that is she ends up dating Taylor Lautner. I was going to say, wow, this must have
1: been a very formative time in her life. Yep. <laughs>
2: um, she... Let's see, they break up then later that year, so that one was pretty short-lived. Taylor, the song about Taylor Lautner is back to December, and I would say this is probably the only time where Taylor Swift, like, pretty much takes all the blame and says, no, I broke up with him and I was in the wrong. Um, I don't think that's happened since, um, but yeah, um pretty soon after, that's a late 2009, she starts dating John Mayer Mm -hmm. Um, when she was 19 and he was 35. Um, I, John Mayer, I don't like John Mayer. So I was against this from the get-go. He dates around and is kind of creepy. Um, She wrote a song about him called Dear John that is like so very clearly about John Mayer. She doesn't Mm -hmm. normally um, do him by name, but Very long song about how um, he kind of took advantage of her youth. Um, She, Taylor, he was thirty-five. He probably should have been like. "Mm." Her parents should have known better too. (laughs) Which is something she says in the song that her mom's like, "No, you shouldn't date him." Like, yeah, you should have listened to your mother. Yeah. Um, If you're in Hollywood and that whole scene, I'm like, someone's got to be telling you, don't date that person. Yeah. Um she was on an episode of csi and she hosted saturday night live which i bring up because she went in thinking that people did that like wrote their own monologue which is not true (laughs) of snl um and so she came with her own monologue and they let her perform it and it's incredible um so go look that that up too um so october of 2010 we get her third album speak now um it is the 16th album in history to have opening week sales of a million copies or more. Nice. Um, so yeah, she's superstar at this point. Um, big songs from this one. Mine was the lead single, Back to December, which I mentioned, and Mean mm-hmm. are probably the biggest ones off that one. Yeah. I um, actually do really like Back to December. Should we play some of that one? Sure.
4: So this is me swallowing my pride, standing in front of you, saying I'm sorry for. That.
0: that one it's a good one
4: yeah.
0: any others no <laughs> not for me
1: this is one this is one i'm not this is that album is probably the one i'm least familiar with, with
0: yeah i feel first, like i've so. gotten progressively less like aware of taylor swift's songs
2: mm.
0: as she goes on but i don't know
2: um the one actually, that i know i know really well can we play my favorite from yes. this one it's sparks fly which isn't as
4: popular but i like it a lot yeah I see sparks fly
2: Is good where you say it's so good? It's so good, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I I would say that one's probably that album is less popular than others, but mm-hmm. um, she I mean, this started with Fearless too, but she starts doing sold out tours at this point. Um, is extremely popular. Um, at Back to Her Dating Life in mm-hmm. 2010. Um, Taylor Swift briefly dates actor Jake Gyllenhaal, um, who also had to be quite a bit older than her. Um, with Spider-Man for a moment, I feel like I've finally come back around to liking Jake Gyllenhaal, because I held that against him for a long time now. Oh, not, not ending well. Yeah, I will um, say you he
1: held that for a long time didn't I
2: did. Wow. Um, but Jake Hall is great, and they weren't destined to be. So... <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be the title of her biography, and they weren't destined to be. <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, her relationship with Jake Gyllenhaal, though, produces the best Taylor Swift album. <laughs> so, I think, I, I think you might be right. Yeah. Um, before we get to that, briefly, um, she has some songs on the Hunger Games soundtrack. That's right. Um,
1: <laughs> I'm so <Yeah>. hungry. <laughs> that's the one, that's the <laughs> one. That's the, that classic song I'm so hungry classic what? there was a Hunger Games soundtrack?
4: yes do you
2: not I like the Hunger Games soundtrack they were kind of the hip thing you know how like the Twilight soundtracks are better than the actual Twilight movies I think that's how the Hunger Games soundtracks are that's too that's true they have a lot of hip people on it like uh didn't no Death Cab was Twilight Was the Lord did the last two movies like she put to curated the albums for those two? I'm.
1: I'm, I'm They were pretty hip. (laughs) I'm just shocked that they were. I guess it was 2012. I guess they were still making like music inspired by yeah, like like pop music and stuff inspired by the film and stuff in 2012. (laughs) Like they were still doing it because I don't. I just don't think they really do that anymore. Like if it's not in the movie proper, it doesn't really like make it to the soundtrack.
0: Yeah, I guess that's fair. Unless it's like a pop cover version of the song from the movie. Like, like I'm thinking yeah. about like the di- like recent Disney movies. Like, there was Adina Menzel's version of Let It Go, but then there was also... But
1: that's a musical movie. I'm talking about, like, like like Far From Home, I don't okay. think, has a soundtrack other than a score. And if, yeah, like, right. the, and if they do, they have the score on the same album, because it used to be, like... Here's the soundtrack, and then here's also the musical score yeah. on a separate yeah. album. Well, you but think now they can combine them. You think
0: about just the sheer cost of having, like, famous artists make original songs just for your
1: album? Yeah, yeah. and I guess that's why I'm still shocked that, like, Hunger Games feels so recent to me. But also, like, soundtracks inspired by the movie seem so, like, ancient to me that... I guess it was like, oh yeah, she she did songs for the Hunger Games. I was like, Hunger Games, and Taylor Swift was popular. What is going on? (laughs) So it's just like Um, this confluence of things that make me feel like like really old and really young at the same time. So it's just like, I guess I'm having a crisis live on this. So this is fun.
2: (laughs) I don't think I wrote it down later, so I'll also mention she's also on the Fifty Shades Darker soundtrack. That's right, and those movies also have like actual like Ellie Goulding made a song for him, yeah. and yeah, The Weeknd like, made a song for him that was weirdly Oscar nominated. But like, like,
1: but like that like, one could right. actually have like songs in it and stuff like that. But like, The Hunger Games isn't like Fair. popular recording artist in Panem. Yeah. Taylor Swift, like, it's a fictional universe type of thing. Like, Fifty Shades That's exists fair. in the real world where there could be music and stuff. Fair. yeah. Well, the real world, I say. She got a job right out of college. I mean, where does that even happen? So,
2: um, so all that. We're not She's on soundtracks, that sure. even though well, Andrew no, doesn't think that. they exist. Um, she starts dating Connor Kennedy of... The Kennedy Kennedys, I don't know, in uh, Political Dynasty um, in 2012. um, The song Starlight is inspired by them. Which,
0: can I also just say, I have suspicion that all of her relationships are manufactured. Like... (laughs) Cause well them, there's I'm one
2: at that had to uh, that is oh, very yeah. likely yeah, to, we're, we're to gonna have it we absolutely i even
1: know i know exactly which one you're talking about but i like don't this even know one, all of my
2: region. favorite of them is because it's so unlikely that it had
0: to be like with this one with her and connor kennedy i'm like they're both getting something out of this from a pr standpoint because who the heck is Connor Kennedy? The only thing you know about him is he's a Kennedy, <laughs> he's a Kennedy. right? So it's clearly helping him with his political yeah. aspirations. And what is she getting out of it? She's getting, like, respectability so that she's not, like, some trashy diva or whatever. Like, you know, <laughs> because nothing pop-star. says Because nothing says you're
1: not trashy like dating a Kennedy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but it he oh, lends her, like, rude. some credibility and, like, social standing as opposed to just being a celebrity. That came out way uh-huh. Yeah. What? Well,
1: yikes wow
3: sorry, okay.
0: okay
4: sorry
0: wow then we need wow. to do a little bit Woo! Like. Woo! <laughs> 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 did not mean
4: to sorry jackie oh wow yikes uh... well i
1: was mostly thinking of marilyn monroe but that, you know um, that's
4: okay
2: well <laughs> anyway a, other, a topic for another time but yeah <laughs> like i just monroe. kind of look at
0: her relationships and go like they were all pretty short they were all with famous people like, yeah.
2: this seems a little sketch to me. And I was looking at a list. I left <laughs> off the ones that, like, maybe never happened and they were just, like, seen together. Like, mm-hmm. she supposedly dated um, Corey Monteith, Eddie Redmayne. What were the other ones? Anyway, I'm like, I, I don't even know if any yeah. of those were real, so we're not gonna count them. The other ones, like, people saw them together for months. Yeah. So, whether it's manufactured or not, they were legitimately. Dating, they existed in spaces close to each other for a period of time. (laughs) Um, (laughs) October 2012, we get red, which is my favorite. It's It's really good. Um, highest sales like opening weekend for an album in a decade. Mm -hmm. Um, super popular. Um, lead single off that is We Are Never Getting Back Together, which I, this is kind of the start of Taylor Swift, isn't really country anymore. She's kind of pop. Um, yeah. I like this one because I think it's a fusion of the two. Like, there's still a lot of country inspired stuff, but then there are things in it that are more poppy. Um, <coughs> there's that one. There's I Knew You Were Trouble. Mm-hmm. Which, which of those two? <laughs> do which you of those think?
0: two? Uh. <laughs> we play a little Ooh, I like I knew you were
4: trouble a little bit better good let's play it cool. I knew you were trouble and you walked in so shame on me I blew me to places
0: Every, I really I like this one better, but it's still not my favorite on this album.
2: I mean, but. every time I hear that song, I just think of the meme with the goat. <laughs> but, yeah. <laughs> now I'm lying on the cold, hard ground. <laughs> 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 I'm like, <laughs> oh! <laughs> um, <laughs> we we have to play a clip of my favorite Taylor Swift song ever, which is on this album, which is "All Too Well." All too well. All
1: right.
4: Oh, okay. You almost ran the red cause you were looking over me. Wind in my hair, I was there, I remember it all oh, too
2: And this is about our relationship with Jane <laughs> Um Just the specificity of it, like the, I don't know, like dancing in the kitchen with the refrigerator light and i don't know you can just imagine all these scenes of them together um it also has the best line of maybe any song i've ever heard which is so casually cruel in the name of being honest like when he broke up with her anyway i relate (laughs) very relatable yeah um so yeah
0: can we can we also play a clip of Yes. Maybe my favorite. I also really like 22 on this album. Yeah. My favorite song on this album was, was State of Grace. 22
2: at the time, so Aww. I was really pumped about it.
0: Yeah. Uh, State of Grace is my favorite one on this album. Yes. <laughs> acoustic version the best
2: it's the best driving song (laughs) I drive and just roll the windows down (laughs) it's so good yeah um that starts the album and it's such a good start and then it ends on begin again where she has Mm -hmm. like kind of these sad songs about a relationship that's ended and then it ends on like um I don't know a song about she meets someone and then kind of feels hopeful again that she'll find love and so I don't know it's just like bookended by these really nice songs um, Taylor Swift, for the most part, up until this point with all of her albums, was writing Um, Speak Now. She wrote all of the songs herself, like didn't have any co-songwriters on it.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, at this point, she does start to like have songwriters kind of helping her out. She still, at least in part, writes all of her music. But, mm-hmm. um, most notably on this one, she starts <clears throat> working with Max Martin and Shellback. Um, they contribute on a lot, a lot of songs and other albums going forward. Mm-hmm. Um, around this time she starts dating Harry Styles um, who will come up Um, they allegedly had these like I guess not allegedly someone probably took a picture of this but had these little like necklaces of paper or planes on it which is a line that comes up in a song later Mm -hmm. she also has this song later called Style um, yeah so yeah I I do (laughs)
1: like I know the relationship we're going to talk about which seems the most manufactured this one is a really close second for me like, really close yeah. second that it was like, you're a big sensation. You're a big <laughs> sensation. Let's smash it together. And it's like, like, I know which one we're going to talk about, and I agree with you, but this one is, like, really close for me. I don't know. Like, I, I, don't I feel know. like this
0: one is a little bit more believable than her and Connor Kennedy, honestly. Because, like, no, at least she me. and Harry absolutely, Styles have, like, stuff absolutely in Absolutely <laughs>
1: not me. Like, I watched, like, Carpool Karaoke with Harry Styles. They seem like completely different people, but...
2: I don't yeah, know. yeah. Um, that is the like, that is
1: the bulk of my knowledge on Harry Styles. Is the favorite. One
2: Direction crowd <laughs> thinks that this is a front for him actually dating Louis, so. It's interesting. Oh. Hmm. Well,
3: cute. maybe
2: not specifically this, but there, there's a whole... This is what I'm saying, like, dark web of celebrity <laughs> gossip. Uh, People think that Harry and Louis are, like, a thing, and that when he had a child, it was actually, like, their child that so they had together, and, like, he just had to get a girlfriend to, like... N- I don't know.
1: <laughs> uh, so are One Directioners like, also, for... like, 9-11 truthers, too? Because, I mean, that's, yeah, like, probably. some serious, <laughs> like...
2: Um... <laughs> That's a whole. I should ask my sister. Aside. She's a One Direction
1: fan. Maybe, maybe she's a 9/11 truther as well. Oh my god! She doesn't listen to this, so I'm gonna drag her all I want.
2: Anyway, I love one di- you can like One Direction without <laughs> believing in Harry and Louis. P. D- okay, never mind. Um, uh. Taylor Swift has a voice in The Lorax. So there's also a rumor that she dated Zach Efron for a little bit because he also has a voice in that movie. She's in an episode of New Girl that I absolutely love (laughs) because Cece is supposed to be getting married, um, but the man she's marrying is actually in love with Taylor Swift. (laughs) 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 Um, And so Taylor Swift is... They run away together and it's very cute. Um, She's also (laughs) in The Giver, which I refuse to see because I love that book and I didn't want it ruined. Yeah. I, we haven't mentioned until, <laughs> up until now, too, that Taylor Swift popularized the term squad. I would say that wasn't really a thing before her, yeah. um, meaning she has all these like celebrity friends. They have parties on the 4th of July. They're always hanging out together. Um, they're on red carpets together, that kind of thing. Um, I mean, that could be a whole other deal with <laughs> who's <in> Taylor Swift's <laughs> squad. But um, oh, people man. are always kind of obsessed with... Who's hanging out with her and who she's mad at and yada yada. Uh, Ser- Serena. Um, uh, why am I forgetting her name? Uh, Selena Go- Gomez. Gomez, yeah. Uh, I was like Serena Williams. Pro- sorry, like, yeah, that.
1: Then- <laughs> Serena
2: Williams also part of the squad. So anyway, <laughs> lots of people. does don't, don't you feel embarrassed now? I <laughs> yeah. do. Feel like. See,
1: I told you this. But this was gonna be just like a whole bunch of me going, "Who's that person?" So. <laughs>
2: Um. So we don't have to talk anymore about that, and we'll skip to 1989, an yep. album that came out in October 2014.
1: Yeah, this one is my favorite. Taylor the squad song, is on important
0: it. for at least one song on this album, though.
2: Yes. Which is bad blood. Yeah. So this album, I'll say first, went completely pop, and she has mm-hmm. not returned since yep. <laughs> to her country roots. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Bad blood is on this album. Do you want to talk about? Yeah. That? So. <laughs> It's about her feud
0: with Katie Katy Perry. Perry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, Katy Perry used to be part of the squad. They had a
2: Falling Out. Do you know why? I do not
0: please know the tell, details. Please
1: tell me.
2: Because the story around it is really kind of funny. Um, so they both, both Taylor Swift and Katy Perry have huge like tours, right? Mm-hmm. Lots of dancers, lots of production. Right. Um, they, so Taylor Swift's tour though, I guess the rumor is that her, she's a little more strict with the dancers about like you shouldn't be out drinking and stuff and Katy Perry's kind of do what you want. So apparently Katy Perry was like stealing dancers from Taylor Swift uh, because her tour was a little bit more lax Um, and Taylor Swift was not happy about this and hence the bad blood that
1: is amazing
2: and I yes <laughs> well so there is a radio show i was listening to where the guy sang bad blood but he was like go like now we have bad blood cause you stole my backup dancers when it used to be mad love but then you stole my backup dancers <laughs> it's like the undercurrent of that song is
1: that's amazing. Got dancers that, because that music video is them, is them like suiting up for war yes like, right. that's incredible yeah
0: it's Taylor Swift uh, and all of her squad like oh, getting yeah. big guns
2: and like which I yeah. mean that's something I should have looked up is in that video but yeah that, it's crazy Thing had it. actually now, Let I see if I can find it really quick
1: though. That, that, yeah, that music video is just like, it's like, oh man, what did Katy Perry do? Did she steal one of her 27 ex boyfriends or something? Like, you know, that's a minor to kind <laughs> of navigate. Yeah. So, but that, but backup debt, that's awesome. <laughs> that is well, next level going, amazing. And this
0: is, this is one of the things that actually contributes to my opinion of Taylor Swift because I'm like, you're Taylor Swift? If you're losing backup dancers, you can hire new backup dancers. It's not like people are going to be like, I don't know, Taylor Swift. I don't know if I want to dance on Taylor Swift's tour.
1: I have a chance to go on Taylor Swift's tour, but I hear that she wants us in bed by midnight. Like, She wants to do
0: that. (laughs) Yeah, it's just like, uh, I feel like this is not a real thing. And you are using it as a front or making it a thing when it doesn't need to be a thing. And... I know, it's just kind of a pattern that I see with her and a lot of her friends,
2: so. Fair. <laughs> um, in that music video, it's Selena Gomez, Kendrick Lamar, Lena Dunham, Haley Steinfeld, Gigi Hadid, Ellie Goulding, Cara Delevingne, Zendaya, um, Carly Kloss, like, among other people, but yeah. there's there's a brief kind of who her squad is, but at least in the time. <laughs> uh,
1: my, one of my favorites is in the lead up to uh, Batman v. Superman, How It Should Have <laughs> Ended, the YouTube channel did a Blood. Yeah. A Bat Blood parody that was called Batch Blood, and it was Batman getting a squad to go fight yes! Superman. Yeah. And it was like he got like Doc Brown and Chris <laughs> Pratt's character from Jurassic Park. Yeah. And Harry Potter and like Edward Scissorhands to like go fight Superman and stuff. I and love I was like, yeah. it. Was great.
0: It was great. Um anyway, other songs on this album though. It's got yeah. my favorite.
1: What? What's your favorite? Blank Space.
0: Blank space. Oh
4: yay. Let's Is play it? that. So it's gonna be forever. I'm a
1: About this one, either. um, the one I mostly like about it is the meme. The <laughs> you look like LeBron James. Have you seen that? The I've seen It's the, the so there's a vine of this kid saying LeBron James, like a whole bunch, uh-huh. and so then when it's the um, look at that face, you look like, and then oh, they cut into the kid going, LeBron James.
0: That's cute.
2: Um, I like in that one that she's kind of making fun of herself yes, a little I bit, think... and she's aware of what other. I, that's pretty consistent with her that she's very aware of what other people are yeah. saying about her.
0: And I think, <laughs> and I think that's
1: one of the reasons I like it the most because it's like, yeah. it's like, oh, okay, all right, like, because, cause like, it's one thing, kind of with with what Courtney was saying, it's like, it's one thing to just be like. Almost like completely un, like, not self aware diva who's just like I'm gonna date people and write songs about them and stuff, but it's like yeah. okay, well she's kind of winking at herself a little bit here. I can get behind that. But so. that's
0: actually <laughs> that's actually another reason why I told not <laughs> Well, no, because like she's clearly self aware, so I'm like you're self aware and yet you still.
1: It's her brand, these, though, yes. dude. It's it's totally her I brand. Know. Like that's that's yeah, I. That's why I like. But so much. it, it okay. gets to a
0: point where it's like. You can only play the victim so many times, Taylor, before people start going, maybe it's you. Yeah, I, I had a
1: colleague who said he should, she should just release an album that says maybe it's me.
2: <laughs> but anyway. Um, I, shake It Off is obviously. Oh, I love Shake It Off. Huge. We have shake. to play that.
0: Yeah.
4: Cause the players going to play, 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 play. And my haters going to hate, 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 I'm just gonna shake, 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 shake.
2: Yeah, I love this I one. I play this at the gym on the treadmill, and I'm like, yeah. like, doing the <laughs> dance <laughs> to it. Yeah. Um I'll just say we don't have to play them, but Clean is my favorite on this one, which is a ballad Mm -hmm. with, um, co-written with Imogene Heap, so legit, um, and New Romantics, which is kind of a B-side. She usually releases an album at Target that has extra songs, um, and I often like those songs better than (laughs) some of the other stuff on the album, so anyway.
0: I'll also say, too, that, um, Welcome to New York is on here, and I really like that song
2: yeah so which is leading right into my next item Did mm-hmm. she relocated to new york around this time yep. so hence that song has she
1: been in nashville this whole time
2: <clears throat> yes i want to say you know and i think though that she bought a house when she was dating connor kennedy where where are they
1: probably massachusetts
2: yes that makes sense i was like somewhere on the east coast wherever they're situated she bought a house over there but yeah i think up until this point she was in nashville oh wow
1: I think wow, she really stuck there. She was really committed to that bit cuz like <laughs> like you were saying by 2012 it was like yeah, I'm, I'm done with this. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm. Um other things on this one so her tour for 1989 made over 250 million dollars so she's raking in the bucks she won her second grammy for album of the year um i mean she's won other grammys but pretty significant that she's won the biggest grammy twice Mm -hmm. um with this album she started doing secret sessions um so something that now happens is that taylor swift um Finds like people on Tumblr and Twitter that are like ultimate Taylor Swift fans, invites her to her home or other secret locations and plays the album before anyone else gets to hear it. Um, I don't know if you guys also remember Swift Miss, but there was like mm-hmm. a big thing for a little bit that she like reached out to a bunch of fans and made them homemade gifts and did this whole YouTube video on it, and it was yeah. pretty sweet.
0: I've heard the okay, like for all my hating on Taylor Swift, <laughs> I have heard. That like she does really nice things for fans. Like, yeah. she ran into somebody in Central Park and like took time out of her day and like stopped and talked to them. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, like, anyway, but yeah, like mm-hmm. she seems she seems like she treats her fans well, which I'll, I'll give her credit. For. Yeah. But, don't but also. Cross her. But also, (laughs) I am like, she's very calculated, though, so I wonder how much of that is genuine, how much of it is, like, a play for publicity.
2: I don't know, but then you see behind... Who cares? Honestly, who
1: cares? And I know you guys
2: think she's kind of a popular girl and a mean girl, but then you see clips of her, and I'm like, she's sort of a dork, and that's what I the part of her I really like. Like she's yeah, kind of she has cats. Like she dances around her house awkwardly, lives alone. Like, I don't know, there's this <laughs> part of her well, yeah. that's kind of this like little cat lady. <laughs> and I love that about her too. Anyway. Sure. Um, yeah. Um sounds- before 1989's release, she removed her entire music catalog from Spotify. Um, yeah, there so was Spotify. Is...
1: There was beef with Kanye. Beef with Spotify. yeah. <laughs> so this mm-hmm. is kind
2: of activist Taylor Swift sort of um, era with Spotify. <laughs> she was frustrated that um, because there's free Spotify, which I'm using right now to look yeah. up her Adam, uh, her albums. Um, they artists don't get paid like, the same royalties for that, and so she was frustrated that songwriters were not getting their due. Um, and so she removed it all from Spotify. She had a similar thing with Apple Music, um, mm-hmm. where but when Apple Music launched, they were going to give everyone a three-month trial of it, and but they weren't going to pay any of the st- songwriters for that time. She said, well, great, I'm pulling all of my music because I... I can make money, like, that's not going to hurt me, but it will hurt, like, these independent artists who, you know, really rely on the royalties, so I'm doing this to kind of support them. I'll say,
0: is one of the reasons why I'm not more familiar with Taylor Swift than I am currently is because for a long time her music wasn't on (laughs) Spotify. It is now. There you go. But...
2: But mm-hmm. I like that I mean, say what you will, like maybe it's calculated, but I think yeah. her sticking up for because she's a songwriter, sticking well, up for other songwriters. She
1: certainly didn't have to do that. Yeah. Like she yeah, could have just been. She, she was didn't have gonna have make to. the money she, anyway. Yeah, People exactly. buy her
2: albums. Yeah. And she could
1: and she could have been like, I'm against this but still let her music go out and be like, This is a bad thing but yeah. like to pull it, I'm like, Okay. That that like That is some effort that you're putting into it for, like, somebody else. It's not... Like, it it wasn't going to be like, Taylor Swift's album sales plummeted because she wasn't on Spotify. It's like, that's not going to happen. Yeah. But at the same time, I was... I
0: did kind of think, like, I feel like maybe you are misunderstanding how, like, people use Spotify. Because, like, for me, I was like, if I go on iTunes and I buy Taylor Swift's album, like, I'll have it and I'll listen to it, but she only gets paid, like, the one time for the, the album. But if I'm listening to it on like free Spotify, she gets paid every single time I play a song, you know. I mean, so it's I a very know.
1: small percentage, but like yeah, I mean. Yeah. I but know. but I it just felt it felt like Spotify was a weird, was a weird target to pick. Like Apple yeah. Music makes a lot more sense, but Spotify is kind of like, I don't know, like the cool guy of. Music. I know it's
0: it was one of those she things that was. it's just like I get it, and I think it's cool that she's standing up for like. Like artist integrity and like honesty yeah. within the music business, I think that's really good. But at the same time, it was just kind of like, really, that's that's the
2: one you're gonna go after, All right? But yeah, this will come up again <laughs> with our latest feud. I'll try to speak through. I know I've been talking about this forever. Yeah. Um, in 2015, <laughs> um, Taylor Swift dates Calvin Harris, which yeah. that one lasted oh over a year. And I was, my roommate found me on the couch eating ice cream the day they broke up. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, so they dated a while. There is kind of a feud around the two of them um, because, <laughs> well, so first of all, um taylor's co-wrote a song with calvin harris this is what you came for but she did it under a pseudonym um i was reading technically she could pull the plug like she could tell him you're not allowed to play that in your concerts anymore because she has more ownership over it than he does mm. um which is kind of fascinating um there's that like him kind of feeling like oh like my most successful song was the one that I wrote when Taylor Swift is way more famous than I am um, yeah. as much as I love Calvin Harris anyway well and okay
0: like again to trash on Taylor I'm sorry but <laughs> like she wrote it under a pseudonym because she wanted his success to be his success mm-hmm. and then when they broke up she kind of like rescinded that and I was yeah. like that's a real kind of sorry that's kind of a bitchy move but, oh yeah.
2: yeah anyway um Then now now we come to the moment. So pretty much immediately after the breakup with Calvin Harris, Taylor Swift... Is seen with Tom Hiddleston, it which is. I think that day, like I about had an answer because I'm like, there's no way this is real that two of my favorite people are dating, and that just seems so unlikely. Yeah, um, Tom Hiddleston is seen. The most famous thing of them is that they're like in the ocean, and he has this little like crop top on that says "I Love TS" on it. Um, I. It's not likely that this is real, but, um, Benedict Cumberbatch was once interviewing Tom Hiddleston. It was kind of like, do we need to talk about this? And he said, no, like, Tom Hiddleston actually seemed kind of upset about it, which makes me wonder if there was something there, but I don't, yeah, I don't know. Yeah.
0: (laughs) I was just kind of sitting there going, I get what she's getting out of this. I don't get what he's getting.
2: This is weird. (laughs) Yeah. Um... And then pretty soon after that ends, um, she starts dating Joe Alwyn, um, who she has been with ever since. Joe mm-hmm. Alwyn, actor from Billy Lynn's Long Halftime Walk, uh, most recently The Favorite, Mary Queen of Scots, right. yeah, yep. lots of things in last year. <clears throat> um, Taylor Swift wrote a really great song for Little Big Town called Better Man. Everyone just listened to that, um, so that she. It's a very country song, and she didn't want to perform it herself, but it's my favorite thing that she's written in the last, like, three years, Mm -hmm. Um, and coincidentally not her song. Um, Okay, 2017, briefly, because I think this is a good look on her, so I'll bring (laughs) it up. Um, There are, so David Mueller, this morning show personality, groped uh, Taylor Swift at an event, and Taylor Swift commented on it to the station, um, said this is not appropriate. Um, David Mueller gets fired, then sues Taylor Swift for making him lose his job. Taylor Swift countersues then, who's like, Well, now I'm gonna sue you for sexual harassment because you had the nerve to sue me, um, and she wins. Um, and this was like right in the height of the Me Too movement. Um mm-hmm. and with when time kind of for people that the year highlighted, like, here are all the people who broke the silence on this issue of sexual harassment. Mm-hmm. And she was counted as part of that group. And it seems like a small thing, but like her willing, willingness to say, you know, that's not okay.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's it's, it big. is great to see someone of her, her star power, like, calling out specific things, not like, 10 years down the line, but like, as they happen, just be like, yeah. you know.
1: Well, and she like, had, yeah, do you know the...
0: who I am? This is one of the few instances where I'm like, yeah, that's the right way <laughs> to know who I am. Take advantage. Of yeah, and it
1: was like. Celebrity. Yeah, she used her celebrity power because it was going to be like. Oh, so you're going to be the one to call Taylor Swift a liar. Like, mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. Like, okay, okay, good luck with that. See how that yeah. works out for you. It didn't work out very well for him. <laughs> um.
2: Okay, then I've got reputation. Yep. I'm trying to hurry, but should yeah. we also. Briefly, so we got to come back to the Kanye yep. <laughs> issue because that's really linked with reputation. Courtney, yeah. do you want to speak to that a little bit, um, or do you want me to? You know <laughs> what?
0: All I really know about the Kanye thing is how it started. Um, I think that there's been just kind of some barbs thrown out here and there, um, but and then didn't Kim Kardashian recently like schedule the launch of her perfume the same day as a Taylor Swift release? Something like that. Yeah, trying to steal There's really line away from Taylor. Not
2: good blood for <laughs> yeah. Um. So the feud came back again. Like, there have been instances before, like Kanye sent Taylor. So oh, flowers. Like, they had kind yeah. of made okay. it. I, of remember, it I remember. I remember. Like so
0: Kanye's song, right? Famous. Yeah, famous. <laughs> yep. So he, the line is, uh, he made that bitch famous. Yeah. And I'm like, you also
2: a video mm-hmm. where it was prosthetic people, but he had, like, all these people in bed with him naked, so there's, like, an mm. image of Taylor Swift topless, and so it's very... Uh, I hate Kanye. Yeah, I, really do I like a lot of his music, but I, like, cannot support him as a person no. whatsoever. Um, yeah, so that song came out, Taylor Swift was <laughs> then pretty against it with the video and everything else. Um, she... So then she comes out and is like, I'm not happy with this. As part of her Grammy speech says something like, um, you know, don't, anytime someone tries to tell you that you're, they're responsible for your success, like you need to take ownership of the things you've done. And anyway, Mm -hmm. she was like, I did this. I won this. And it wasn't Kanye. Like essentially is what she was saying. Um, But then Kim Kardashian. So Taylor Swift makes this big stink about this line. And then Kim Kardashian comes back. Um, And has, I think it was on Snapchat or something. Yeah, I think Or maybe Instagram. I don't know. know. I'm old to use Facebook. (laughs) But um, has like kind of a video audio clip of Kanye on the phone with Taylor Swift talking about the song and her being like, oh, that's cool. And it kind of implying that she was okay with it, but mm-hmm. the clip does not explicitly have the line "I made yeah. that big bitch famous" or like the the whole like or the context, porn
0: yeah,
2: context, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so that's where you'll get a lot of talk of receipts <laughs> because it was I don't know, like I have proof that you said this is fine, mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, so that's kind of still the deal there. And you're right, like there's always kind of this between them. Yeah. Um, Which
0: if I definitely side with Taylor Swift in that feud like I think Kanye yeah. is kind of trashy and I think Kim is very trashy. <laughs> <so>.
2: Extremely trashy. <laughs> so <laughs> trashy. <laughs> anyway. Um. So yeah, reputation <laughs> comes yep. out. Um, I mean, with 1989, Taylor Swift was everywhere for like two years, and you couldn't go anywhere without hearing about her. Yeah. Um, and then she just kind of falls off the face of the earth for a little bit, because people are saying all this crap about her with this Kanye feud, and... I mean, as
1: much as Taylor Swift can fall off the face of the planet, I yeah Yeah, But like... like,
2: she wasn't posting things very much. Like, she was trying to stay out of the limelight a little bit, because people were saying... Um, some distasteful things about sure. her. Mm-hmm. Um, People
1: saying mean things about her on the internet? I don't think that's a thing. Uh, that no. seems... I don't think that's what the internet's there for. No one does that on, <laughs> <No one> does <laughs> that on the internet, um,
2: So before Reputation, she clears her social media accounts and kind of rebrands herself with this... Um, You've got, like, the snake imagery, like, very dark. Um, I mean, she's already not had her curly hair at this point. But, like, she's kind of got this whole new aesthetic (laughs) um, to her. Um, Yeah. So, Reputation, November 2017. Um, The biggest one from that is definitely Look What You Made Me Do.
3: Yeah.
2: And the video for it, now maybe with this context, (laughs) um, (laughs) the video makes a little more sense because there's so many of these little hidden things Like I said, she's very extra, (laughs) like everything is kind of a hidden message. Mm -hmm. So do you want to play just a little bit of that? Yeah, yeah, let's do
4: it. Oh, look what you made me do, look what you made me do. Look what you just made me do, look what you just made me oh. Look what you made me do. Look what you made me do. Look what you just made me do. Look what you just made me do. So I'll say I have a fantasy football
0: team. Mm-hmm. that is named based off of this song it's called look what you made me drew and i always draft drew Brees on that team <laughs> and, and, the, and the
1: the little icon of it is drew Brees face photoshopped, photoshopped over taylor, taylor swift so yeah he's got he's got the black he's got the eye black, black underneath but but he's still got like the taylor swift hair and all yeah. that stuff so
0: it's pretty great
2: Anyway, Um, I'll say for people who didn't like this album, because I wasn't as big of a fan of it as her other stuff, seeing it live was a totally different experience, Mm -hmm. and so she has that tour on Netflix, so you can watch it and maybe enjoy it more. (laughs) Um, Because it's fun seeing her perform it. Yeah. Um, And then we have Lover coming out. Like I said, there was a lot of... (laughs) She had a big fake-out, like, months ago. I think I may have mentioned it on this podcast (laughs) before, but she... uh, Again, very extra. She had, like, on her Instagram, people thought they saw, like, kind of a countdown happening. Like, she had a picture where there were, like, five palm trees and six steps. And it was kind of counting down. And so everyone was like, on this day, she's going to announce something big. And then she didn't really. (laughs) Um, But then it finally came. But she did a similar lead up to, like... um, for on Spotify with all of our albums put this date on it and it was like kind of building up all this momentum and it's a new album. So Nice. Um yeah, there's been some singles released off of it. I don't know that we really need to play it any- <laughs> I yeah, don't know. Go I'm listen to sure. it. Yeah. <laughs> them they're playing everywhere right now i will say i really do like you need to calm down and Mm -hmm. a criticism of taylor has been like she hasn't really gotten involved with politics but for this latest midterm elections she was like let me use my fan base and get them all voting for this democratic um candidate and kind of try to turn the house over and so like she has really stepped up and now um is trying to get um, the Equality Act passed and mm-hmm. donating, donating money to um, LGBTQ um, things, so I don't know. I know a lot of people are like, she's just doing this to look good, but her fans are donating, donating a ton of money to these causes, voting yeah. for these and things. and that's the thing and is that so- like,
0: when it comes to politics and, and causes like that, I'm like, I don't care if you're just doing it to look good because the results are more important. So, yeah. Yep.
2: Um, do we need to talk about Scooter Braun then really briefly? And that could be our last uh, thing. Yeah, <laughs> let's talk about Scooter Braun. Scooter, Go ahead, Courtney. Scooter bra.
0: Yeah, so, um, so on, and you can correct me if I'm getting this wrong, Shannon, but I believe that what happened was that on, um, Instagram or Twitter or something a while ago, um, basically... There was some sort of post that was made by Justin Bieber and Scooter Braun, like, about Taylor Swift, right? There, Where they're kind of—I forget what the context was of the original tweet. But basically, she well, had a thing, like, a feud going
2: on with Scooter Braun already. So what happened? <coughs> he— asked- So Taylor Swift, with this latest album, has decided to move to a different label. So we talked about how she was on Big Machine um, Mm -hmm. Records. She basically made that label a thing because they were definitely her biggest name. I believe it's Universal she moved over to. But Scott Bruchetta was selling Big Machine, sold it to Scooter Braun. Right. Which Taylor Swift claims that she didn't know about it until it was announced. Mm -hmm. Um, There's debate about that because her father owns stock in the company and why wouldn't Mm -hmm. her father be aware of this and let her know this yeah um artists for the most part do not own their music technically it's the masters Mm -hmm. so she I think she owns like distribution of it but not like the actual songs right um Scooter Braun has been so was he a producer for Kanye was definitely yeah um, a producer for Justin Bieber
0: yeah and like I said there was that there was some sort of Social media post that was, yeah, I think he's friends with Kanye. And so when his m- song came out and there was a whole feud going on with her and Kanye, I think he and Justin Bieber and somebody else like posted this thing that was criticizing her. And she was like, They're bullying me, they're like slut shaming me, blah, blah, blah. Yep. And um, so she already had a thing about, like, against him. And then He now owns all of her masters, and so she
2: feels like this bully on top of her music. Yeah, exactly. Um, Which, on one hand, like, it's in Scooter Braun's best interest to make her a lot of money, because he will then also make a lot of money. So there's that. Um, I hate the Kanye thing, but some of it's a little petty. I don't know, you can argue that. But more than that, then it opens up this discussion of why don't artists just own their masters? Um, Which I think is a fair question. Yeah. So, that's where we stand <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> with Taylor Swift at the moment, I suppose. Yeah. Um, anything else? No.
0: Nope. Great. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Like her feud with Katy Perry has been resolved now. Like oh Katy yeah kind made peace. And
2: Katy Perry was in the "You Need to Calm Down" video. Yep. They're dressed up as burgers and fries, and it's <laughs> kind of cute. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, oh, her thing with Nicki Minaj too. Oh yeah. Yeah. She and Nicki Minaj are feuding or were feuding, I think are no longer feuding.
2: Nicki Minaj, um they both no. Taylor got nominated for M T V video Music Awards something. Mm-hmm. Um Nicki Minaj didn't and kind of made a comment about how, oh, if you're a skinny white woman you'll get nominated. Mm-hmm. But if you're you know, a real-sized <laughs> woman of color you're yeah. not going to be. And Taylor Swift sort of kind of snapped back with, look, there were also men nominated. Why are you digging at women? Yeah. Like, we should be lifting each other up instead of you just trying to spite me. And, again, it's like, Nicki Minaj has a point, but, like, could have said it more tactfully. So yeah. and of... I
0: think Nicki Minaj then was just like, that was not a dig at you specifically. Yeah. Yeah. I apologize. There was also... um Little thing with her, between her and Tina Fey and Amy Poehler, because Tina Fey and Amy Poehler made a joke, like on a on a word show I think about yeah. Taylor Swift's love life, yes. and then she tweeted like there's a special place in hell for women who yes. like take down who don't help other women, and it's just like okay that was a little I mean, extreme.
2: I I love Amy Poehler and Tina Fey yeah. so much. They, I mean it, that was supposed to be a joke i uh, if you can't laugh at yourself i did sometimes people say these things and they're like intentionally spiteful and then sometimes it's a joke so just be willing to laugh at yourself yeah and then along
0: the same line she also has a feud with uh demi lovato (laughs) um because they she demi lovato used to be part of her like squad Mm -hmm. and then they like had this falling out and then When people asked Demi Lovato, like, why aren't you guys friends anymore? She was just like, ask Taylor. And I think that what it came down to was it bugged her that Taylor Swift was, like, calling people out for not supporting other women and yet releasing songs and music videos specifically aimed at tearing down other women. She also, Demi Lovato dated Joe Jonas. (laughs) Ah, (laughs) yes. And that's definitely part of it. Yeah. Um, So much tea.
2: What? So much tea. uh let's see what else i think sorry andrew are we boring you no <laughs> no 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 i, no, no, I, We're I have just sitting here gabbing no i have well i
1: just have i have nothing to say for stuff like this like i'm not bored yeah. or anything i just like i'm just like yeah i mean that's drama guess, like, yeah
0: yeah i think that's all i've got as far as feuds Good. Yeah. Lots of feuds. You said,
1: said the feud was back a while ago. And all I can think of was Steve Harvey <laughs> just being like, the welcome back feud. to the feud. And I was just like, that's pretty <laughs> great. I would love a family feud yeah. of like all the people who have had feuds with Taylor Swift going against each her other. Squad. Oh. No, no, like going too. against each other. Like there's enough people that have had beefs with her that they can fill up two family <laughs> feud too,
2: teams. So. It is definitely true. <laughs> oh. Have anyway. we talked enough about Taylor Swift? I'm so sorry. It's all good. Like we dedicated more time to the Beatles than Taylor Swift, though. So I feel yes. like that. Bad. <laughs> I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh this is gonna gosh. seem like I'm so dumb to like know all of these <laughs> things, but there has been this very like there's a special spot in my brain for like useless Taylor Swift knowledge that is now yeah. <laughs> happening. <laughs> Great.
0: Yeah, well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us this time. So um, join us next week. As always, follow us on Twitter at PC Footnotes, on Facebook at Pop Culture Footnotes, and uh, check out our website, popculture footnotes.com. All right, see you guys. Bye.